Ollie Peterson, six Perth, six PR Perth live presenter. Sorry, Ollie is with us now. Hey, Ollie. G'day, Heather. Okay, so what is a one week visa? Well, now we're going to be fast-tracking a couple of different occupations to Australia. So we're talking about people who would be earning at least $135,000 per year, so skilled migrants. They'd be given the opportunity for a special visa, which they could attain within just one week, and they would be guaranteed a path to permanent residency and flexibility. So who's going to apply for this? Probably everybody who wants a job in Australia, to be honest, Heather. They're saying, though, that this will exclude tradies, labourers, machinery operators and drivers. Yet the building industry has obviously come out already saying, hold on, we need people with those sorts of occupations. But they're talking about highly skilled workers. Uh, They want to try and get them into Australia as quickly as possible. The other issue, though, is you heard from the Prime Minister over the weekend, they're going to revise the number of migration numbers because Australia is accepting about five. 100,000 new migrants every year, and quite frankly, there is nowhere for anybody to actually live. Mm. Ollie, um, that press conference where Anastasia Palaszczuk resigned, that was supposed to be about a cyclone, wasn't it? Correct. So why did she use that one then? Because she knows the polls have her headed for defeat, and there's been a lot of pressure on Anastasia Palaszczuk for the last six months to actually step down. Her popularity has plummeted. And I think through the COVID years, and she was the last of the COVID premiers, by the way, now uh, to to leave the post. You've Mark McGowan over here in WA. He's gone. Obviously, Dominic Perrottet from New South Wales was voted out. And Victoria, only a few months ago, it was Daniel Andrews. So Palaszczuk was the last premier standing. You've got to give her credit. She's the longest serving female premier in Australia, nine years, and obviously Queensland's longest serving premier. The Labor Party's been in power now for three terms, looking at a fourth. It was just the opportunity she had to go. All the polls said she had to go. She's done it by herself. Yes, there was a little bit of an endorsement there to Stephen Miles, but he was really standing side by side with her during the COVID years. Remember those stupid comments they made about the fact that Queensland hospitals were only for Queenslanders? They lost all perspective. And the polls are pointing to the fact the Labor Party is done. They're buried in Queensland. So 10 months away from an election, as you said before, Miles looks like the number one candidate, but don't rule out Shannon Fenserman, who is the health minister, Cameron Dick, who is the treasurer three horse race i have no idea who will assume the top job to be blunt but david crucifully who's the opposition leader for the lnp is just licking his lips because in 10 months time as the polls predict at this stage he should be the next premier of queensland do you think though the fact that she used an announcement that was supposed to be about a cyclone to announce this does that suggest to you that she made the decision just on the spur of the moment and went out and did that Maybe, because some even in her office had no idea or senior cabinet ministers didn't know what she was she was about to make that yeah. announcement. So she may have, look, she just probably read the tea leaves and thought, you know what, I'm going to go out in my terms, on my way, goodbye. And you know what, I reckon that's a that's actually a really good way to go. Yeah, just don't not? tell anyone, just go. Yeah, just do it on your own terms. Absolutely, don't get pushed. Hey, now this guy in Perth who's chained yeah. himself to a concrete block in the boot of a car. Yep. Why? I mean, a boot of a car does not feel like a good place for a protest. No, but this is just basically outside the Woodside offices here in Perth. So Mounts Bay Road is a very busy thoroughfare in the morning peak. So this morning, just before half past seven, he decided, and he's, by the way, he's, he's driving a busted up big Ford four-wheel drive. So obviously a big diesel guzzler. He's yeah. a bit of a goose. On the side, it says disrupt Burrup Hub. So just think of those Just Stop Oil activists, which have been doing these sorts of stunts in the UK. Remember somebody super glued themselves as well to the Sydney Harbour Bridge Road? about a year or two ago now. This is what this bloke tried to do. And as you said, big concrete bollard in the back of his car. 
only lasted about 20 minutes because the cops just cut him out and got, got him moving again. But we've got this situation at the moment. There's lots of protests going on where I am in Perth, Heather, about the future of fossil fuels and Woodside, which is obviously one of the, the big oil and gas companies out of WA. They've got a big Scarborough energy project off the northwest shelf. And at the moment, you've got the activists. Last week, they were climbing up cranes. They visited the CEO's home a few months ago. Now, this, if anything, it just really agitates everybody trying to get about their business and go to work or drop their kids off at school. So this one's backfired, didn't last very long. It just makes the protest group look like absolute morons. Can I just ask you, though, so the Mm. boot was open? Mm -hmm. Was the concrete block in the boot? It was originally, yeah. Was he in the boot? He in the end got under, he was under the car. What? That, how? I thought protests were about visibility. That's not, that's the opposite, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, but he just blocked all the lanes of traffic trying to head eastbound. So, Mm. goose. Not always the smartest people. Thank you so much. Appreciate it, Ollie. That's Oliver Peterson of 6PR Perth Live. For more from Heather Duplessy Allen Drive, listen live to News Talk ZB from 4pm weekdays or follow the podcast on iHeartRadio.